five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. Diary of a Kidney Warrior podcast in partnership with Kidney Care UK. Sharing faith, knowledge, hope, and love. Hi and welcome to Diary of a Kidney Warrior podcast. My name is Dee Moore and I am a stage four kidney warrior. This podcast is dedicated to encourage, educate and inspire as we explore all aspects of kidney disease, chronic illnesses and health. If you have any questions or ideas for topics you would like me to cover, please get in contact with me on social media using the handle Diary of a Kidney Warrior. In today's episode... I'll be bringing you the highlights of the advice and encouragement shared by health professionals and kidney warriors on the Diary of a Kidney Warrior podcast in partnership with Kidney Care UK in 2021. So do you have a final word of encouragement for someone listening who is getting to that point of needing a transplant and is at the beginning of that process who might be feeling a bit scared and apprehensive, what word of encouragement would you like to give that person? What I would like to say to them, it's natural to feel scared. It's natural. It's the unknown. A transplant is not a walk in the park. It's a big operation and you need as much information about it as you can and knowledge to know what you're putting yourself forward for. As they do say, yes, it is the best treatment for um, kidney disease but you need to make sure it's the best treatment for you and it will always revert back to is what is best for you so if you think transplantation is not for you then your choice has to be respected but if you choose to go down the route of transplantation any queries or concerns that you have discuss it with your team. They're there to to guide you through this pathway. And, you know, you're going to have, once you leave um, one team, you go into another team. So you you will see the recipient coordinators before your transplantation. But post-transplant, you're going to go to a different team who's going to be taking care of you post-transplant. So you've always got people there to support you. There is groups around that you can join who's um, like the, the peer support. I think each hospital has their peer support. You know, um, contact them, speak to them. You know, there's support everywhere for you. And you're not alone in this journey. So I would just say, um, just make sure that it's any choice that you do make is the right choice for you and not for anyone else. Everyone individually is a warrior. Yeah? yeah. It's how you fight. Right, and how are you going to win this battle? It's up to that warrior, individual warrior, to learn how to cope and how to accept it, and then you know fight this for the rest of their lives. It is a life-changing situation, but that individual warrior, and you know this podcast that you're doing, and you've named it absolutely perfect. You know, kidney warriors. Each person is a warrior. And they've got to fight their own battles. You, me, somebody else can't do it for them. 
but listening to myself and other people who have been on this journey, it will give you guys a bit of hope and a bit of empowerment that, yes, we can do it as well. If they can do it, we can do it. My final word for the listeners would be to hang on to hope. And uh, hope, hope is a powerful word. And uh, always hang on to hope and uh, never let hope uh, slip out of your hand uh, because hope is such a powerful word and a powerful, powerful thing to believe in. I, I relate it with faith. You know, hope and faith to me are, are kind of the same thing. And, and uh, but uh, I think hope is, is a little bit more of a, of a stronger word. And uh, but uh, I, I have a lot of faith. And so uh, I relate I relate that word hope uh, with with Christ as well and uh, belief in belief in in, in Christ. And so, uh, but, but hang, hang on the hope, man. It, sometimes that's, that's all you have is, is, uh, is hope and, and belief. And, and like you had mentioned before is without it, you know, you, you're virtually, virtually dead, you know, without, without believing in something. And so uh, just believe in the power of hope and, and never, never let it slip out of your hands. Just always try to stay as positive as possible and, and just hang on the hope. And simple words, just keep going. There's days that may feel like it's never going to end, and then there's some days that are really easy, but it is that of you just have to keep pushing through. There's been many times I felt like giving up, and if I had of, I wouldn't be here now, you know, in simple terms, that just keep pushing through, and you might not think that you have it in you, but you definitely do. If you can keep as fit as you possibly can before your transplant, all of that time, it's an investment. If you can use those few years that you're on the waiting list as a way of getting yourself into the best shape possible so that when you get that call, you are ready. I think that's the only thing you can do. This whole process, there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of things that are totally out of your control. And I think even as a surgeon, there's a lot of things that are out of my control in terms of what I can offer you. It's all depending on who happens to be a donor at that point in time, on that day, who else is on the list. There's so many factors, as you know, clearly we've discussed today. There's so much, so many other things going on that really I'm a very small part of the process. And I only have a certain amount of choice in terms of what I can and cannot do. But as a patient, Again, you're in a position where a lot of this stuff is out of your control. So if you can focus on the things that you can change, the things that you can do for yourself, and I don't just mean being physically fit exercising. I know how difficult it is. It's difficult enough as a completely fit and healthy person to be motivated to exercise. We know that's hard. Being a kidney patient with symptoms, dialysis, and all the other things that you have to think about, fluid restriction, all this stuff, it's hard. It is hard. But if you can manage it, if you can do some laps of the park, if you can go and play badminton, if you can play football, if you can do the things that you enjoy, then do them. But it's not just about preparing yourself physically. It's also about preparing yourself mentally. What do you know about transplantation? Are there things that you can read? What, you know, how informed do you want to be? Think about the types of organs that you would or wouldn't be willing to accept, like Trevine mentioned in her podcast about the different types of organ offer. The more informed you are and the more 
psychologically prepared you are for this process, the better your outcomes will be because your expectations will be met, but also you'll be in the best physical and psychological condition that you can be in to weather all of this potentially stormy process that we've talked about today. And that's something that you do have control of. I'm not saying it's easy. I know it's not easy. But if you can manage to to do some of those things, I think that puts you in a really, really strong position to recover from surgery quickly and to get your life back, which is the whole point of having a transplant in the first place. So don't see this as wasted time. Time on the waiting list doesn't have to be a waste. If you can use it, do and try and make the most of it before you even get a phone call from someone like me. Know your risk. We as people of colour tend to want to keep secret how Aunt Jane died and Uncle John had something that, no, you don't, we're not going to talk about that. But we need to talk about it. Because for us to stop that cycle, we need to understand what killed Uncle John. And if Aunt Mary and Uncle John all died on dialysis, well, why did they die? What diseases did they have? So understand your risks, understand your family patterns, and understand what you can do to put yourself in a better position. If it's genetic or it's based on age or sex, those are things you can't change. But we can change our socioeconomic environment, things that we can change our diet or exercise are factors that affect our risk of developing certain things, but also get checked. Kidney disease is a silent disease, and many of us are not aware that we're getting there, whether it's diabetes, hypertension, or other causes, because it doesn't necessarily manifest itself as in an overt symptom. So just as you go to the doctor and get your blood pressure, uh, we want to know what our hemoglobin A1C and our diabetes are, is and our cholesterol. What's my creatinine? Add that to the list. And a simple test, a urinalysis, to check for protein. If you're not diabetic or you're not spilling blood in your urine, it's standardly you should not have protein in your urine. It's an early signal of kidney disease. Make sure that's done, especially with our kids. I remember when my kids were growing up, so often they went to as teenagers or young kids to the pediatrician and they can't go to the bathroom to give a urine sample. It's always, okay, we'll get one next time. Well, next time, maybe a year too late. And so many kids get missed in the, at a young age for those early diagnoses. One of my parents said, my child has protein in the urine is sent him to a urologist who looked at his kidneys and the ultrasound and said, I don't see anything abnormal all stood to me, but they didn't need to see a urologist. He needed to see a nephrologist. And so five years later, that young man presented with kidney failure from FSGS. He could have been picked up before if he had been sent on the right path, a simple urine test. So those are two things I want you to be able to add to your regimen. It's a silent disease, get checked. So many diseases can cause Kidney failure and kidney disease can also be a manifestation of chronic anemia, other symptoms that get missed. People present with so anemic to get blood transfusions, but no one checked to see that they have kidney failure. That's why they're not making erythropoietin. So demand from your doctors, if you're from your physician, when you go get 
annual checks. Make sure you're getting your creatinine check. Make sure you're getting protein in your urine. Know your family history. Start with preventive things. Control your diet. Stop smoking. Exercise. Control your cholesterol. All those things can add to plaque disease to interfere with your kidney function. What I would like to say is that we've talked a lot about the horrible side of the health conditions, the high blood pressure and the diabetes. But what I would like to say is a serious condition, but the risk of complications can be reduced by making sure that you have a healthy lifestyle. If you have to take medication, then take your medication. If you have side effects from your medication, don't just stop taking your medication. Discuss that with your GP and about making sure you understand the condition so you can make sure you're helping yourself, you're self-managing, you're empowering yourself to manage the condition. So I know that's more than one. What <laughs> I know that was more than one, but, you know, it's just so important. We're seeing these numbers increase year on year. And what we do know is a lot of these numbers actually can be reduced and the complications can be reduced. Thank you. And a final piece of advice from Pat? I actually am going to say, just like uh, Angela was said there, uh, they actually say about um, uh, 40% of people with type 2 diabetes will end up with kidney problems. But they say of that 40%, 90% don't make their way to, over to actually requiring kidney transplant or dialysis because they will have had complications and they would have lost their lives in the process. So like Angela said, diabetes is a very serious condition which can either increase your chances of not having a very favorable lifestyle or affect actually your quality of life because you end up on dialysis. High blood pressure is equally the same. And like Angela has just said that if you don't go and have it checked and have it monitored, if you've got a family history, if somebody in your family ended up at stage five of kidney disease, that's needing dialysis. If somebody in your family has got diabetes as well, go and have it checked, go and be screened so that what can be modified can be modified and you can live a good quality life. I always say, D, you know, you know what I always say? What do I say? Kidneys don't shout. The kidneys don't shout. <laughs> if you don't look for kidney disease, you won't find it. By the time you find it, it's very, very advanced and very little can be done. So please make sure that you look after yourselves and look after your kidneys. I think it can be very hard. Some of the conversations that we have are very difficult. And, you know, having a family is such an important part to many people. And it is very difficult if you've got kidney disease. But I think what I hope has come across is that for many women with kidney disease, a healthy pregnancy is a real possibility. However, it needs to be carefully planned. And the earlier you do the planning, the easier it will be, all the better it will be. So you need to talk to your family, talk to your partner, then talk to your medical team and ask to get referred to a pre-pregnancy counselling clinic. 
And we are more than happy to see people even when they're not ready to fall pregnant. We're more than happy to see people so that they can think about things and plan things. And then we may see them later along down the line when they are ready to proceed just to see if their risks have changed. And then the other thing I'd just like to say is come back to my bugbear about contraception and to please, please, please all consider making sure you're on formal contraception. If you're having sexual relations or may have sexual relations with a man and therefore may fall pregnant, (laughs) because as we've discussed, you know, there are a lot of medications that are harmful to a baby and an unplanned pregnancy is not ideal for patients with a chronic kidney disease. But we are here to support you in whatever decision you make. And it may not be what the doctors advise in inverted commas, but we will support those decisions and hoping we've given you all the information. My final word, which I I say a lot on my Facebook live, is surround yourself with positive people. But the key thing I always say is try and have a positive outlook on life. And remember, not because you've been diagnosed with renal failure, that is the end of your life, that your life is going downhill. You can reverse that and say, right, look at it this way that you've been given another chance. I've said this before, I'll say it again. You're given a second chance to maybe do things differently. The people around that you would take for granted. Remember, they won't always be here. You won't always be here. So value people that's close to you as much as possible. What we don't understand in each other, talk about it. And furthermore, because this is for people going on dialysis and It's a complete change of lifestyle. Try and educate your family members so they understand that, okay, if you react a certain way, it's because you get into terms with the change. That's all I can say. It's a change. It's a big change to your lifestyle. And once you accept that, listen, and I can't emphasize enough, Listen to the kidney specialists because they're there to help you. They're not there to put you in an early grave. They're there to help you as long as possible. Take their advice. And if you take their advice to the best of your ability, you'll find how good your quality of life will be. Because now they've accepted what they said. I'm taking advice what they're saying. Each time they see me, they say, You are a brand new man. You're not the person that first came that was in denial. You're an encouragement. You're an inspirational person. Nine times out of ten, those of us that's going through this journey, if you like, we've gone through the worst part of it. So we know what's gone. So we can help someone else to say, right, this is what you may go through. Don't worry about that. Once you settle in, you get into a routine and it's, it's not as bad. And and I will say that everyone's journey will be different. Some people go through horrific stuff. And then what I thought was bad, I listened to someone else and to me, it was worse. So whatever I go through and I share it to someone else, they might realize, oh, what I went through was worse than them. 
and so forth. So everybody can help someone else. Iron sharpness, iron. And that's the reality of it. That's what I was saying. Just encourage someone else and be positive. Thank you for listening to Diary of a Kidney Warrior podcast. And don't forget that you can contact me on social media using the handle Diary of a Kidney Warrior. Please do subscribe to the podcast and please do tell a friend. New episodes of this podcast are released every other Monday. Until next time, take care and choose to live. Diary of a Kidney Warrior. Sharing faith, knowledge, hope and love.